This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Final segment of today's Sons of the Shoe, and I wanted to start, before we get to the Michigan panic meter, before we talk about old Mizzou in the bowl game, I I do wonder, like, I, I think Kyle McCord is as gone as gone can get, but I do wonder this or, which is, is there a chance, uh, so I'll get to a first question, and then there will be the or, because we're going to make this as convoluted as possible, is there a chance that Kyle McCord is doing this in a way to protect himself and that he could be looking for either a raise from Ohio State or just some love after the way the regular season went and all the criticism that he had? Um, no, I, I, th- I think this is him like reading the tea leaves and, and he knows – it's probably like they're probably going to move on. I also thought it was interesting because Ryan Day, he was asked flat out yesterday, is Kyle mm-hmm. McCord going to be your starting quarterback next season? And and it's the classic when a coach doesn't give an answer, you know the answer to the question, right? Like he mm-hmm. normally these coaches go out of their way to defend their players and talk them up, even if they know like yeah, it's not the best player on our team or something like that. They they'll find something good to say. Oh, they had a really good moment in that. That one game where they sacked the quarterback and they, you know got us in good in a, a quick three and out and then a nice setup nicely fun off like they'll find something they'll always find something to compliment a player but in that instance it was hey is Kyle McCord your quarterback next year and he was like yeah I think it's too early to get into all those things okay so the answer is no like I I think it was just Kyle maybe preparing I also again I don't know how quickly these conversations happened it sounded like they were going to start having some of them yesterday. But if, if, if I don't know how much it's Kyle McCord reading tea leaves or if it really was like Ohio State kind of signaling to him like, hey, we're probably going to move in a different direction after the bowl game. You're more than welcome to stay till then and quarterback this team that you quarterbacked all season and see this thing through. But it's up to you. And then he because like you don't know. Sometimes it's like a that's the thing that gets lost in the transfer portal, too. It's not always just the kid deciding, hey, I got to move on. Sometimes it's the team signaling to you. Yeah, I think uh, our, we we've. Uh, we our, our relationship isn't isn't um, salvageable. So real quick, like you think it's a hundred percent certain he won't be back next year. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I do. I don't think it's right. I think it's like 95% certain. And, and the 5% is the wiggle room. I leave any time a quarterback hits the portal, unless it's just definitive, go bleep yourself, like Dante Moore. Close the door for himself with UCLA by saying, <laughs> I want to go somewhere where they'll develop quarterback, right? But like Dylan Gabriel, I think d- there's a decent yeah. chance Dylan Gabriel's back. So, you, in Oklahoma so let, me, let me ask this. So you think it's a, he might sort of survey the land, see if he can get a pay raise, whatever. Someone's going to pay up. And then if it's not there, he might just come back to Ohio State, even if that means he's not the starter next year. So I think the most likely thing is that either the Buckeyes signaled to Kyle or Kyle just inferred they're going to go look for other quarterbacks and I should probably go do what's best for me. I think that's like 85% likely. I also think like this is kind of a when two people break up because they're just kind of bored with each other or they're at an impasse and then they go into the free agent market, they go to be single, and then they realize being single really sucks. And that while there are some people who thrive in that environment, maybe we're not. And I wouldn't be surprised if, let's say you get three weeks down the road and Kyle McCord has some offers, but maybe they're not tantalizing. And let's say Ohio State struck out on Cam Ward. And let's say they struck out on Dante Moore. And let's say Dylan Gabriel stays at Oklahoma. And now all of a sudden the picking's getting pretty slim. I could see a scenario where... Maybe Ryan Day says, well, maybe I kind of blame the Michigan. Maybe I'm kind of using this kid as a scapegoat. And and Kyle McCord goes, well, maybe I was just had hurt feelings, right? So maybe there's a scenario where both sides look at this, realize the grass isn't greener, and come back together. Again, I think it's like 5% chance that that happens. I think Ohio State's going to go hit a home run in the QB market. And I actually think Kyle McCord might do better on the open market, given the way some analysts have talked about him, than we expect. Like, Pitt might not be the eventuality. It might be another Blue Blood program. But I think there's a chance that depending on how the market evolves around both entities, they could say, you know what, let's get back together for the sake of the kids for one more year, and let's see if we can kind of grow this where it needs to go. I don't, again, I'm just playing devil's advocate that I think Ohio State fans slamming the door shut on Kyle McCord, and I think Ohio State wants that optic because then they can blame the kid for the the Michigan loss. In fairness, he had two turnovers. That's why you lost the game. But, like, I, I kind of look at this, and I can see if Kyle McCord's just a little hurt, after some of the criticism, I guarantee you guys, we have no idea the level of discord, <laughs> the level of crap that kid took in Columbus for literally losing one game. And so it would not surprise me if Kyle McCord, if they didn't tell him or if he didn't into it that they were they were going to move on from him, if this is just I'm a little upset and I'm just trying to, you know, I'm going to go do what's right for me. It wouldn't surprise me if part of his thinking is, well, maybe, and honestly, I think this is what's going on with Dylan Gabriel. Maybe I can get a little raise. Maybe I can get a little love. 
feel loved and come back and all of a sudden it won't be the disappointment. Yeah. I, it would just fe- seem very, um, which I, listen, there's plenty of people who are, are, aren't self-aware, but it wouldn't be very self-aware McCord to think that like, given how the season went. And I guess, I don't know, maybe he does think the season went really well, but you lose to Michigan and everything that he probably sees on social media and everything like, I, I don't know. You know what? It's not that it's not as far fetched as maybe I thought when you think about the, the the conversations around him transferring that we talked about, where like the national perspective is, well, this guy threw for three thousand yards and twenty four touchdowns. How could they possibly move on from him? So maybe he's taking that and saying somebody will pay me. Um, but I don't know. I I don't. I will say too. You don't usually hear about a lot of players leaving Ohio State on like bad terms. I'm sure it happens. I mean, you had like the cave on the uh, cave on Pope thing a couple of years ago against after during the Akron game, he just up and quit and then was tweeting through it afterwards, like during the game. Um, so yeah, like that it happens, but I, I don't know that they're leaving on like terrible terms. I think it's just more so Ooh. like a mutual. We got. So I would say real quick to that, I would just say I don't know. Like, I don't know how you get through the. It was a tumultuous season for a team that went eleven and one. And Ryan Day seemed to be on nerve a lot of the time. Um, Kyle McCord seemed like a kid. Like, and again, I'm not. It doesn't have to be War of the Roses here. But the idea that Kyle McCord's like, as he he sent out a, a a release saying thank you to everybody and went through and all that, and that's great. That's a classy thing to do. But the idea that behind the scenes he isn't like, man, f Ryan Day. Or f the situation, or, or f Buckeye fans who were psychopaths to him this year. Yeah, I think I like. I think sometimes we just assume it's a good parting because nobody comes out and blasts the other person. I would bet there's some hard feelings on both sides of the aisle on this one. I mean, I think anytime two people are sort of splitting or two sides are splitting, there probably is a little bit of that. Um, but there are ways to end things amicably and. I don't know. I, I don't know that it was tumultuous in that like Ryan Day was ever throw like Ryan Day never threw Kyle Court under the bus like and, until yesterday where he was asked if he'll be his starting quarterback. He never actually came out and said like, yeah, this guy like you know we're just limited in what we can do at quarterback. Like he never said anything like that. He, I, Marvin Harrison Jr. very much had his back, and when the number one receiver in the country has your back, I think that sort of speaks volumes as well. So I don't know that it was ever you know, so tumultuous that they, there was like a bad blood sort of building up to this point. I think it more, it might just be like a reading tea leaves thing. And heck, I don't know. These kids are more, the, I keep calling them kids, but really like these are grown ass adults. Like, let's be honest with you or with ourselves here. Um, they see more than ever the stuff going on in social media. Like there's no way he could get around seeing the criticisms all season. I don't know. Maybe he watched an episode of our podcast. We were calling him Honda McCord. He felt very upset and was like, you know what? I'm going to leave after the season. If they're going to treat me like that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I, I just think it's probably, it's probably best that they both part ways. And I think that's probably what's unfolding here. All right. With that, let's get to the Michigan panic meter. And I think now that we have some time removed from uh, the Michigan loss, I think we're both ready to, to make some movement here. And I have downgraded my Michigan panic from a scarlet to a light scarlet. And the reason being, Kyle McCord's in the transfer portal. It looks like <laughs> Ohio State is is pretty serious about going out on the quarterback market. There are a lot of reports about uh, how uh, how big of a player they're supposed to be. And I'll, I'll, the second they get either Dante Moore or Cam Ward, if those are the two guys that they're between, they could be more names in there. The second they get one of those two guys, guys, I'm going all the way to gray. Because no offense to Kyle McCord, good kid. I really do hope he lands somewhere, makes some money out of this. But like, 
Either one of those quarterbacks were your quarterback this year, and I think you beat Michigan. I think it's that simple. Yeah, I think the idea that we're removed from the Michigan game now, the playoff is set, and we have to kind of come to terms with the fact that Ohio State's out. And for us, it's all about like, all right, well, we're on the next year. And when you look ahead the next year, you realize Michigan's going to be sort of stripped down to the studs with a lot of that the way their roster gets turned over. Jim Harbaugh might be gone. I, I'm not sweating the Michigan matchup next year. And you bring up Kyle McCord, him, him transferring now, and how that opens the door for a better quarterback to come in. Like, I think this signals that Ryan Day and Ohio State are – they are pushing all the chips to the center of the table to go all in on beating Michigan next year and just putting together a juggernaut of a team. Generally, they are a juggernaut of a team anyway, but they're not going to let it they're, – they're, like, they're, they're, they're realizing the slip from the last three years, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're going for it next year big time. So I'm actually going even a step further back than you, and I will say I would have probably stayed just in light scarlet with you if not for one thing from yesterday, which which pushed me into the white, because, guys, that video of Michigan finding out that they were playing Bam in the first round was priceless because they, to- they told on themselves, Nick, they even knew. this. I'm in the white because they even knew that they are not that good of a team to beat Bama in the first round of the playoff and that they played cupcakes all year. They beat Ohio State because they were just good enough, and Ohio State didn't have the right quarterback this year. And they know going into that game that their odds are against them to win. And they were hoping that Florida was going to show up in that spot so desperately. So they had an easy path to the championship game. And now they got to go through freaking Nick Saban with a month to prepare. That video was absolutely hilarious. And by the way, um, how bad do you think Ward Manuel being on the committee was like, oh, no, guys, like, it's totally unfair. We, we we can't do this to FSU. FSU did everything they could. They they gotta be the the force. You know he was pounding the table for FSU in that meeting. You know it. He was the ringleader of FSU should be in. I would say that the Michigan panic to beating Alabama absolutely was a miracle salve for Ohio State fans. And it's funny, <laughs> like I don't think you'd see I don't think you'd see anybody else react like that. Like meaning like Ohio State, I don't think they'd react like that. No. If they got no. if they got Alabama, like they would kind of like clap their hands and be like, "All right, let's go. We got a lot of work to do." Oh. But uh, oh man, they told on Good themselves. They're, they they're really not did. Re- it was funny too because they, they their first reaction was like, "Oh," and then like they kind of faked like, "Oh yeah," I mean, yeah, yeah. Like they kind of like picked up the clapping afterwards. Like, "Oh yeah, no, we're we're happy." No, you're not. You know you're gonna lose. You know that on the other side of that game, Jim Har January second. Mark your calendars for January 2nd. It's going to be the day that you see Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero and all these big wig NFL insiders tweeting, Jim Harbaugh linked to the Los Angeles Chargers after the season ends on Sunday. Jim Harbaugh linked to the Chicago Bears after the season ends on Sunday. Just, Just put it in your calendar. It's going to be the day. I am ready for that day, and I'm ready for Sharon Moore to get his ass whooped next year in Columbus <laughs> when the Buckeyes in Wolverines Well, unless, play. The, unless Ohio State hires him. That, I know That's that was true. your thing from last year, last week. And here's the thing. I got totally railroaded by a Kevin Stefanski press conference. <laughs> I had the perfect way for Ohio State to troll Michigan by hiring Sharon Moore, making him the coach in waiting, and I just didn't have the landing strip to pull it off. Hey. And it it ended up being a great failure of my career because I didn't have time to explain the take and because I was dealing with a couple of losers who couldn't understand my well, big hey, brain the, philosophy. Uh, 
on the pregame show yesterday, I said that JJ McCarthy's overrated, and then uh, and then used the TCU game in the playoff last year in his example. And then JP looked it up. I was like, dude, he actually played really well in that game. And I was like, okay, well, I haven't vetted this take fully yet. Okay, I just kind of put it out there. <laughs> hey, that's this so, isn't on me. Okay, I can't it control takes as they fly out of my head. But right. <laughs> but real so, quick, real quick, real 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 quick, your take on Sharon Moore. Imagine Ohio State plucking Sharon Moore, and then they also. Get Dante more, and they get Dante more. Oh my yeah. God! How yeah, would Michigan field fans feel about that one? And more, more, more. How about that, Ann Arbor? Um, all right, guys. Now you and I were going to do a little bit of the conversation about Missouri. We we kind of ran out of time here, yeah. So we're going to hold off on the Missouri bowl game until later in this week. We also have an end of the regular season primer that we're going to throw out there. It's basically a list of superlatives that you guys can. Uh, go ahead and we'll, I think we'll probably release it about Wednesday at Nick Wilson says at Spencito underscore. And it's just kind of a, of, a, of a review for the 2023 Buckeyes regular season. So we'll have that. Make sure to rate, follow, subscribe, all that goodness. Spencer, it was delightful as always, buddy. Good stuff. Always a pleasure, Nick. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff to be fake outraged by, but uh, we're officially in bull season. So it should be a fun month ahead. Be good. Go Bucks.